Hello, this is Frank Skinner. Last week, some of you will know that I ended the show by telling you that our former colleague and dear friend Gareth Richards had been in a serious road accident and was fighting for his life. Um, and there's been lots of beautiful messages about Gareth. And his family have been very kind to us in that they've kept us informed about the details of his struggle. But look, um, Gareth didn't make it. Gareth didn't make it. And uh, we will miss him intensely. He was a very kind, gentle, funny, fascinating man. And I can't believe that he... Anyway, today's show is... Um, Features Gareth's best bits, and um, you're allowed to cry, but you have to laugh as well. I think he would have insisted upon that. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. It was it was National Poetry Week this week. Oh, on, oh well, no, really? well the day was on Thursday, National Poetry Day. You so, know, I don't think I heard a single poem. Oh, well, you should have called me. Oh. <laughs> So, um, what I did, because my, my son, I've got a, a seven-year-old, if you're new to the show, and I know it's tedious when people talk about their kids, but there is a point to this. Um, and uh, he had to learn, um, for National Poetry Day, The Owl and the Pussycat. Oh. Right. It's a classic. Mm. I, I learned it with him, because I didn't, I didn't know off by heart. It's really good to get poems off by heart. But there was... Um, the, the second verse begins, Pussy said to the owl, you mm. elegant fowl. Mm. And he, you know, he's a big Queen fan. Yes. And he started over and over again going, Pussy said to the owl, Pussy said to the owl, <laughs> Pussy said to the owl, Pussy said, and I've been unable to get it out of my head all week. And then, of course, heard out of context, people can be slightly yeah, okay, alarmed okay. by him. But um, it just was so, it's so perfect. Pussy said to the owl, Pussy said to the owl. I thought maybe we could we could try under okay. pressure with um, with that yeah. as a backing thing. What do you think? Do you know oh, the words to under pressure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you do lead vocal, and maybe me and Emily can do Pussy Said to the L. Okay. okay. Well, one. hang on. What? You, yeah, all right. Go on. One, two, three, four. Pussy, Pussy said to the owl. Pussy said to the owl. Under pressure. Pussy said to the owl. Pushing down on me. Pushing down on you. No matter what. Pussy said to the owl. I think we get the picture. I don't like when... Uh, when uh, I thought you said, I'm depressed, sir. When, when Gareth says under pressure, he really sounds like he's under pressure. It's like it's a method singing. I was under it a lot of pressure. Like, you were. It it's, like, it's the most under pressure anyone has ever sang under pressure. The best of Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Now, can I say, I mean, I know that we weren't, we, we talked about the idea of never discussing this on air, but but Gareth, we were, we were out, uh, we were having lunch, and Gareth mentioned something casually, and me and Emily looked at each other with, we were shocked. <laughs> if fainting was a real thing, I might well have fainted. Uh, and, and I said to Gareth, don't, don't tell us any more. Tell us on air. Yeah. He said, oh, I don't know if I wanted to. But anyway, we've persuaded him. Well, I don't know if it's that big a deal. I um, It was the, probably the early 90s. My parents went, like... How old were you? I was probably about 11 years old. My young, my younger brothers would probably have been sort of seven and eight, something like that. Okay, so we've got three children, 11, lovely, seven and eight. Lovely little children. Their parents are going on holiday they, without Yeah, well, they can't... Times were hard. It was the... I think we were just coming Hence out the of holiday. the 1980s <laughs> recession. Well, they, you know, they hadn't been on holiday together for... You know, they've had kids for 12 years. Oh, that will happen when years. you have kids. They tend to hang around for a bit. <laughs> yeah, they want to go on holiday with you. <laughs> Demanding little... They 
beast. couldn't afford to take us all. Okay. Times were hard. So they My left you home alone. Kitchen business. Who did they leave? Did they leave you with someone? Were you home alone? Yeah, we no a family they knew moved in with us. <laughs> a family okay. they knew and, and looked after us for okay. the week. Right. Okay. And um, yeah, they were just they went on holiday away together. Couldn't afford to take us. Okay, now, now there's two points here. First of all, they were, it wasn't just, they didn't just go down the road to Paul or something like that. They went abroad. Yeah, they mm. went abroad. They went to America, yeah, to yeah. America and left the three young children behind. Where did they go in America, Gareth? They went to um, Disney World. That's <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Talk about robbing their noses in it. Look, we're going on holiday, kids. Way you're not coming. Ooh. And what's more, we're going to Disney World. <laughs> what were they working as characters? <laughs> no. My to be fair, my mum cried all the first day she said. In oh, Disney World. In what Disney about World. the what about the other uh, thirteen days? <laughs> <laughs> Too busy having a good well, time, I suppose, on the rides and stuff. <laughs> Oh. It's an incredible story. It's Gareth. amazing. Did you yeah. did you question it at the time or? I think it is. It's sort of it's become normal, a bit normal, but we are aware that it, it's quite bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite bad. It's just why would two adults? Do you think they were going to take you first of all? Maybe they were doing a recce. <laughs> they thought they'd go over yeah. there. See so what? Look, I'm very, just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Are they very health and safety conscious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so they thought, we'll try a few rides, make sure it's all right. And then they realised they didn't have enough money to take the children. Well, it could still happen. You you could still get the phone call. Yeah. (laughs) They took us to Euro Disney. Oh, did they? Oh, did they? (laughs) When was that? The same year? No, later on, when I was about 16. Oh, so they took you to the bad one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they took you to the cold, (laughs) horrible one with the French people in it. But they went to the lovely one. It's an, I can't. Why did they go to Disney World? It doesn't make any sense. It's weird. Did they? Do they like? I mean, were they always interested in Mickey Mouse? Or why did they choose Disney? I think my they... grandma had a timeshare that's in Florida, but you can swap that to different places. Oh, so the accommodation was paid for. Accommodation was okay. paid for. Okay. You know, you, can I say, you've taken me to a level of disbelief with this story that I thought, I honestly thought you were going to say, I think my granny had a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> that, to me, would seem less incredible than the parents going to Disney World story. That would seem like a kitchen sink drama. Did they send you a postcard saying wish you were here? With Mickey Mouse on. They must have sent that. They brought us presents back. Oh, lovely. I think think they got me the mouse from Dumbo. Not not Mickey Mouse, Mouse, which is what everyone wants. No, I think they had that. They bought a Mickey Mouse, but that that was kept in their room. (laughs) (laughs) You had to have the mouse, the the, the stand-in, the mouse from Dumbo. Mouthy little creature that it was. It, It ain't Mickey. I think they were doing a recce. I think that's what it was. It? Yeah, because you did end up going to Euro Disney in the end. And actually, at least... OK, you think that's bad. My father took me and my sister to a Michael Jackson concert. He went off to get three ice creams. He came back licking one, going, sorry, I only had enough money on me for one. Uh, that's quite bad. It's, it is quite... If you'd told me that story before the <laughs> story, I'd have said that was a terrible, cruel treatment of young children. However, now, it seems like an act of kindness. Oh dear. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, something happened to me on the way home from a gig this week that was, um, a little bit uh, uh, unusual. I was in a service, it was after the gig, the gig was in Andover, and I was in a service station. Mm. And, um, the service station, um, attendant man, man behind the till, um, said to me, he wasn't English, English was not his first language. Um, he said to me, well, the first thing he said to me was, um, are you enjoying life? And um, Are you enjoying life? That's <laughs> yeah. a great question for a man in a garage. <laughs> yeah, and I was, in a, I was in a garage in Andover, so I was like, it's OK. OK. At the minute. And um, I said, are you? Do you feel he was lonely? <laughs> I, he was definitely trying to spark up a conversation. He shouldn't do that on a garage forecourt. Could have killed you all. <laughs> OK. And he said to me, are you England? <laughs> and I said... Part of it, oh, but no. I said I, I, I'm English, and he said, um, he said, said, sort of said, I wonder if you can help. And, oh, um, he suddenly got articulate when he needed a favour. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny because he, 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 he was speaking in broken English, but he did use some quite. So he wanted me. He, he communicated to me that he wanted me to help him with the grammar 
of a message he was composing to a friend of his. On a text, yeah? Um, not on a, t- oh. written on a piece no, of in paper. A uh, I think that's going to go oh, in a bottle. He's <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been for a text, but I think he was drafting it. What sort of pigeon on the... Uh, <laughs> just sitting on the top of the till, <laughs> wait, looking anxious. <laughs> he's okay. drafting no, a text no, on yes. paper. So, what he sh- so he showed me what he had so far. Okay. I don't know if it was what he had so far or what he had received, but it was the start of the message. Um, and... It said, boy failed in love, keeps beard. <laughs> boy <laughs> failed in love, keeps beard. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be, uh, that'll be a Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> but a girl... Could be Al Murray. <laughs> oh, oh, that kind of beard, yeah. yeah. Mm. Boy failed in love, keeps beard, but girl hides in her heart. And oh. he said, is that, is that right? Are you sure this isn't a headline <laughs> he's copied out of the Daily Star? <laughs> Boy failed in love, keeps beard, mm. but girl loses her heart. Yes. And he wanted oh. me, and he said, is that, is, is it correct, um, the grammar? Um, well, I like it. I like <laughs> the idea that in a, in, a, in a tempestuous relationship, one person could lose their heart <laughs> and another their beard. <laughs> I like the way he switches from the, the physical to the, uh, to the emotional. Yeah. Yes. No, he said the first bit, I think I know what you mean by that. Did Boy you? failed in love, keeps beard. What does that well, mean? Well, because I think it means that, you know, if you're in a relationship, you might have to shave your beard off because your girlfriend might not like it. So you have oh, to make compromises to be in a... And maybe that represents your masculinity, At the least beard. you get to keep your beard if yeah. she's left you. You yeah, see, I left... fear that, that that might be uh, a saying of some kind. Yeah. Well, what was what the was, second part? So know. boy keeps beard. He, but, it, but then he said, but I, I think the third bit, the, f- the second bit, and he said, is that right? But girl hides in her heart. And I said, well... Oh, girl hides in her heart. But girl... Oh. She should have hidden in his beard. <laughs> <laughs> I said... She wouldn't be the first. I think it sort of sounds right, but it sounds like poetry. I'm not entirely... You know, it's... Mm. Um, so what we we drafted something, and he said he wanted... How he long wa- were you in the game? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a little while, because he asked me for help, and I'm a... Helpful person. Mm. You had a lot of time on your hands that evening. <laughs> yeah. What so time was this about? This was about half past 11 at night. Okay. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Well, at first I was a bit worried when he seemed to be keen to start So at midnight up. you were with this strange man <laughs> drafting text Draft- while your wife and child were at home. <laughs> drafting poetry. It's not the kind of thing you see on crime much, is it, when you see a CCTV from an all-night garage? <laughs> co-authoring. And now a terrible case of co-authoring in Andover. It's... In- <laughs> I've never seen that. Usually they're knocking them about. It's good on you for going in there and uh, and writing with him. So, so I think what what he said is that he had. I think maybe he had received that and he wanted to reply back in a way. And he said he wanted to bump his friend. Oh, he wanted to bump him. Or so move I, him off the chat chair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he meant like I want to shake him up, shake up what he thinks. And oh, I think I see. so. Oh, I hope that's what he meant. We didn't mean as in come on and do the bump. Do you remember no, the bumps or the seventies dance? I know the bump the and grind. Oh, bump and grind or the bumps. Oh. <laughs> um, so what what we drafted? So I, I got an idea of what he wanted to say, and this is what we came up with as the proverb that we were to send his friend. Oh, it's a proverb now. I think oh, so. What, and you've I, concocted I, it. I polished it up. I've like put in some extra okay. words. Okay. Um, so a boy who has failed in love keeps his beard. But a gir- if a girl changed it at all. But if a girl, no, the oh, second wait, bit. Oh, sorry, sorry. Bit. And it's something different to the other one because he wants to say something. <laughs> um, but if a girl fails in love, she'll find someone else. I, this is what he wanted to say. I don't think it's better. Why does it make any more sense? <laughs> I was better before Frank. Woman fails in love, she gets someone else. <laughs> this is what he wanted no. to say to his friend. I think that. Um, oh, that's you know. going to cheer him up. <laughs> Oh, so well. no, you're you're right. I, it wasn't exactly a closure. I what I did is I a policeman arrived. A policeman arrived, <laughs> yeah. not the poetry police. <laughs> Who called the cops? And um, he served the policeman. And I said, "Can I take a picture of this?" Because I wanted a a, a, um, a record a of the notes. Mm. And, he, and he said, "Why?" And I said, "Just because I want you know, the policeman." Said. No, the man. Oh right. And oh, so he I got not. He turned then. I think he got not. And then I um and then I left. Oh, did, you, did you take a photo? Yeah, I took a photo. Yeah. He's all right with that. Yeah. I'd like, what worries me is that it could be some, you know, big relationship decision that you've yeah. contributed and you don't even know what you're saying quite. <laughs> some bloke could have well, left Isn't that like life, everything but, in life? <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, you could have broken a marriage 
family and everything just on the strength of an ad hoc homemade proverb. <laughs> look, I hate it when that happens. Look, I just <laughs> polished up the grammar. He really, he, he decided the meaning. I'd like to make Didn't that clear. Really also, it does sound a little grammar. bit, a, li- a little bit sexist, and I want to say in the current climate, I do not endorse the views of that. Women well, can keep their beards as well if they want. Well, yeah, many do. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now we've got a bit of a special uh, moment here. It's a British premiere because um, some of you will remember Garrett's amazing David Mitchell. Yeah. In fact, yeah. could we have a, could we have a reprise of that just to set this up? A little bit of David Mitchell. I am. Um, it's a bit impromptu, but I'll do my best. You have to get into it, and um, no, it's not working perfectly, but is that okay? Yes, yes. David Mitchell as Charlie's aunt. <laughs> yeah, but but you're working on a new one. Yes, I've been working on it. I've got a bit of a cold, so my voice oh, is a little excuses before we've even. Sound like an X Factor contestant. Would you like to hear my Jedward? Yes. Do you, what, do you do both? Or? Well, it's good because you eat two birds with one stone because they talk the same. How do they the actually same. speak, though? I don't know how they speak. You don't know how they have... You know oh, I would. If I, if I heard an oh, impression it's ITV, of it, I, I would Exactly like this. <laughs> exactly like I'm just about to. Okay. So I'm going to read from... There was an article in this week's okay. paper that they've bought... They've finally started spending their money. Yeah. They spent £20,000. I read that on, um, on memorabilia. Yeah, memorabilia. Um, a China-based icons auction legends site. China-based with a Chairman Mao commemorative <laughs> yeah, yeah. plate. Yeah, there was some uh, sea stain trousers <laughs> from the walk, the long walk. I'm <laughs> <laughs> go. It's really good stuff. Nobody, no, no one else in the world has it. We bought a Britney Spears suit. She wore it in a Pepsi commercial. We got a signed limited edition Michael Jackson doll and a signed bedsheet of his, also signed by Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Is a little anyway. We also bought some outfits from Batman, like the Riddlers and some clown thing. I like it. It is. Now we see you think you don't know how they speak. Yeah. Well, you, that's absolutely, I love it. Absolutely excellent. It's got the mm. panic of youth as well. Yeah. Which the I panic like. of youth. Mm. A novel by Beryl Bett. I haven't said that for a long time. Since she's died, it doesn't seem oh. right. I don't know why. The fags got to her in the end. And also, um, there was wasn't there a uh, there was a. I can't remember what it was. There's an Ethan uh, story. Yes. You, oh, you got a letter. Ethan's first letter. Oh, Ethan's first letter. Yeah. That, that's exciting. always a big moment. I still remember my first letter. What was it? Well, I wrote... I was uh, a big fan of uh, Dennis Law. Do you remember Dennis I'm Law? I you said Dennis Law. I thought you were going to say Dennis Nielsen. Yeah, Dennis the Menace, they called him. Oh. And uh, I wrote to him and said, can I have your autograph? And he sent me back um, a flyer for shredded wheat. <laughs> oh. Wow. Because he was on the cover of the shredded wheat packets and he said he just folded up a leaf, shredded wheat leaf. It had the printed autograph on it, you know, printed mm. on it, not written on it. And he just sent me that. So he sent me an advert for shredded wheat. Wow. <laughs> very it's much. good advertising, grassroots advertising. Yeah, it's very, very it's interesting sort of one-on-one approach. No, oh, it's than horrible sending a child a promotional thing. It's disgusting. But, you know, we, these were less in I remember times. my first letter. It was a royalty check. Anyway, tell me about your <laughs> Um Well, I think, it, you've mis- I think you've mis... Reality is how you pronounce that. Oh, no, I never got one of those. No, still waiting. Yeah. I think that was lost in the post. <laughs> so what was it was the- quite official looking, and there's awkward because he's 15 months old, um, and so do you... Can do he you, read? Can you open other... No, he can't read. What's he can't, with him? He can say words. He can say the odd word, but he's quite, you know, he can't... He, they're not supposed to be able to talk. He's advanced, but he can sort of... He started saying no quite a lot. He's learned how to say no. I've never learned how to so, say that. <laughs> if, you ask him, <laughs> if you ask him any questions, say no, no. Uh, but then if if he means yes, yeah. so you're like, would you like to read this book? No. Would you like to read this one? No. Would you like to read this one? No. You sure? Yes. Oh, OK. And say, so if pressed. Then, but, yeah. <laughs> OK. So, yeah. so yes... He so got, I opened it for him. And, um, is that legal? I don't know, but... I never, think... never stopped my parents. <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> think you're... I'm not sure yeah, you're allowed to open someone else's mail legally. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Um, he, was it, it from Shredded Week? Well, it was bad news. <laughs> it was bad news. Library books are overdue. <laughs> His oh, library God. books? Yeah. I mean, you know, you try to bring them up as well as you can. Yeah. But, you know... Silly what young. can you do? He's young yet. Yeah. So the, the we feel partly responsible. Yeah. So are they sending him a fine then? No, you don't get fined if you're um if you're a child. Well, that seems unfair. Different well, rules, got for no different income. sorts. Got no income. Well, get one then. 
Mm. <laughs> hanging around. That's true. Your baby grows. No, get a life. That's like it gets off as big as no. This is the best of Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. On the other hand, um, my um, son Ethan, he's keeping very trim at the moment because we took him recently this week. Well, we, I usually take him swimming on a Monday, but mm. it was um, half term. Oh no, it's his holiday, so it's going to be very busy. So um, oh, Laura yeah. booked him into the baby gym. Oh. And I've never taken him to the baby gym. I've never before. heard of a baby gym. Yes. Some strange that? body fascist starting early. <laughs> Come on, work those buns. <laughs> well, it's um, it's kind of like on gym equipment. Not um, like there's lots of balance beams. There's a circuit for the babies to go round of balance beams oh, for them to walk along. Jim, and kid then, him. How old are these children? Like, Does he pump of, iron? He's two. No, he doesn't pump iron, but there's like <laughs> more like um, gymnastics equipment than like running machines. Does he go up to him and go, how much are you pressing? <laughs> <laughs> how many babies are, are we talking? There's probably 20 to 30 babies what? all going around. Oh, it's like are chaos. You, are you absolutely sure you haven't been tricked into a nappy advert? <laughs> Did they say, can he move a bit like he's doing the Lombardi? I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. I've never heard of it, Frank, but I want a ringside seat, don't you? <laughs> We're going there. I find it a bit terrifying, to be honest. Really? Well, it was a bit funny because I, I'd never been before and the, 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 um, there's assistance to help you, so there's quite a high beam that they, walk, that they have to walk along and you hold their hands and then they're supposed to kind of do a, a flip off onto a crash mat and then roll... Do like a roll sideways <laughs> down the mat, and like and they oh, they obviously can't. This. No, they can't do these things. No. So what you have to do as the parent is move them through the sort of routine. Oh, so sort of hold them by the waist and yeah. get them in the air. And I'd never been, I'd never been before. So the woman was like, "No, you have to grab them and you have to show them how it's done. You have to show them you mean business." Um, and grab them by the legs and so because then later they'll be able to do it themselves and all to show them you mean business that, that's not fun <laughs> I never like it on. when men say that to me <laughs> no but it's, a, it's an odd instruction for childcare mm, yeah. show them you mean business and I think they kind of they're bringing what the gym is all about which is the gym is not fun no one goes to no. the gym for no, fun. No, it's, I about, hate the gym. It's, um, it's very regimented. And Ethan, he, he rebelled against the regimentation of the whole thing quite quickly. He would run off and just join the circuit thing halfway through and was trying to make friends with people because at the, at the adult gym, you don't, make fr- you don't go there to make friends. I do. Do you? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Oh. When I used to go to the gym, uh, Eleanor Bonham Carter used to go to my gym. Really? Oh. And that's wrong. I don't want to see Eleanor Bonham Carter, no. a gothic icon, <laughs> in, in gym wear. Some of no. it wasn't even black. I mean, <gasps> what? what? I only think of her in the gothic context. I saw her on the rowing machine. Mm. I thought, couldn't someone have done that up as a ghost ship? <laughs> <laughs> and put you in a lot of black lace and maybe an eye patch. Uh, yeah, she, uh, too, too, too normal and every day. I don't, I don't mm. want to see Eleanor Bonham Carter like that. Yeah, no, the... the um. The cutest thing Ethan has done this week, um, which I know is a bit horrific, horrific just to tell cute baby stories, but um, he was eating jelly in his um, in his high chair. In the gym, BFM. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, in his high chair, and he'd been throwing some on the floor, What's, and Laura said... Uh, let me, I'm imagining it's coming out of a pot pie through a straw. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, from a pot. And okay. um, he was throwing it on the floor, which we try and like dissuade him from doing that. And Laura said, no more, don't do that again. And then she went out the room just a, a moment and she came in to see a big load of jelly on the floor. Goodness. And so she oh, was God. being strict with him and said, Ethan... She meant business. Yes. <laughs> Ethan, what, what has happened? And he went, oh! And then pointed to the window and said, oh, Blackbird. Oh. <laughs> but what if that was true? Might have been. That could have been, yeah, he's all right uh, blaming him. I'm still worried about the gym. So am I. <laughs> this is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm looking at, uh, at you, Gareth, from here. Your, your head looks narrower than um, normal. Yes, I've had um, a haircut. Oh, that'll be it. I yeah. did have longer hair. Hang on, I thought you got it stuck between the doors of a lift. But no, it's where, where did you go to have it cut? Just oh, I, I made a mistake again. Oh. There's somewhere. There's a really nice little barbers I go to in Camden. That's that, in London. Yeah, that's it's in North London. London. Yeah. Um, and um, I should always make sure I go there. But I tried out somewhere else in Bournemouth, and they're, they're just rubbish. 
Oh dear. Well, I wouldn't say rubbish. No, have a look at this. I know this isn't great radio, but I'm taking my glasses off and look at what he's done to my sideburn. Oh, it does look a bit smike from Nicholas Nickleby. It's like (laughs) if anyone's familiar with that character. (laughs) I think Gareth's a bit smike, generally. (laughs) I um I think you should have to ask for something like that. What he's done there? Well, we describe it to the listeners. They're sort of like. Well, how would you describe it? Well, it looks a bit. You know those bottle openers that you can get, (laughs) and they've got like a little V that you get on the edge of the cap. He's sort of taken a little inlet into Mm. your sideburn. Yeah, like it's it's shaped. It's not accidental because it's on both sides. No, he's done it on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I don't think you know. I think you should ask. And also, there was something. there you do now you've got a Nike sign carved into the back of your hair. <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. There is something of the punishment about the haircut. Yeah, it's like a very specific... And he, and he said something terribly insensitive. What oh, did yeah? he say? Right, I had quite long hair when I went in there and sort of swept over like quite a long fringe and I said, I'd like it, sh- I'd like it a bit shorter. I'd like it short at the sides at the back and then um, to um, a bit longer at the front. And he said, oh, what, to cover up what's going on under there? <laughs> what is going on there? Some ecosystem? Well, in a very distinguished, manly way, I'm receding very slightly. Oh, the, and you know, he brought that up. But, and, yeah, and he mentioned... That's out of order, isn't it? But I like that, you're, that you go into a barber and, and he says, how oh, would you like your hair? And you said a bit shorter. <laughs> what? Well, what are we supposed to say? Well, what are you going to say? Actually, I'd like it a little bit longer on yeah. the sides. Could you, can you sort that? <laughs> Obviously, Emily's looking at me saying, I, she does that most weeks. <laughs> Yeah, so it, was a, it looks all right, though. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. But it's, mm. And I would never have noticed the uh, the baldness if you hadn't brought it up. Now you've brought it up, of course. <laughs> you look to me, you just you look like a light bulb with a little <laughs> bit of hair stuck on the top. <laughs> but hey, we can't sit here. Um, well, we can, but let's not. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So it was your birthday this week, Gareth. It was my birthday, yes. Happy birthday. Thank you very we much. Bought, we bought Gareth a, I thought it was a very nice cardigan. Mm. Nice cardigan. Very, it's very him. There was no cheapness there. That's all I'm saying. No. It's expensive. Yeah, very expensive. Anyway, as you were. Should I take it back and buy food with it? <laughs> well, you probably Ooh. will. Do they have a barter system up here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, I like that. I'd like um, some potatoes, please. I have a cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how wonderful. So did you have a nice time? Well, um, was it a raglan sleeve? I don't know what that is. Well, get out then. Go on, get out. <laughs> right, right, now right out. Now out, go on out. No, keep going. This far. Anyway, where were we? Did you say this far then? I <laughs> said this far. Oh, sorry, I thought you'd gone all Francais. <laughs> I thought you said yes, par. Oh. Well, there we go. I did. I came, I, I had my birthday and um, my mother and father were visiting. And yes. people, talk to any comedians, people when they visit Edinburgh, they don't understand, right? Because it's a stressful Edinburgh, isn't it? Mm. You're working really hard. People look at it and think you're doing an hour a day, but it's there's a lot of brooding to do. There was a lot of brooding. Mm. And um, they think that when they come, you have to entertain them. And you yeah. can't, you can't. You don't have the time, you don't have the energy. You're so right. And um, my parents came. I'm finding this with my girlfriend and her sister. <laughs> who, they say, you're going out now. And uh, I have to go off on my own, go to things. Oh, really? Yeah. Not become an encumbrance. Oh. Hmm. Which I think is a sort of coiled sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I remember rightly. And um, I went, so I'd had a whole day. I'd done a couple of things during the day, and then I did my show. And then after the show, we went out for a meal. And um, like, you know when you, you're all out together and you haven't got a restaurant in mind, you've oh. got to find one. Oh, right. oh. And it turns into a terrible like just wandering so that's how I got into to sitting on my ground with a bottle of cider hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's well. no queuing <laughs> nothing it's just there's always seats do you know what I'm saying often a mattress <laughs> basically I was very very low energy and you as don't you know say. when I get low energy I think of you as the Lucasade boy <laughs> <laughs> also you'd be hanging around the grass market that will make you low <laughs> yeah. energy no I know you can fade away when you're uh, mm. when you're tired we went to the first restaurant and they said, oh, it's going to be 10 minutes for a table. And I thought, well, we can do better That's than okay. that. We can do better oh. than that. And then we looked at really? another one. Can you? We walked all the way along, didn't fancy any of them. Got right to the end, asked somewhere, it's half an hour. I thought, well, the first one, it was 10 See, minutes. See, what you should have done, the secret I've found, mm. is to leave a scout 
at the first one <laughs> right and then to go off and have a look at some others and meanwhile the clock's ticking at that restaurant if you don't find anywhere you yeah. go back and Bob's your uncle well, I should have put, they said yeah. we can put your name on the list and we'll phone you I, t- I made a terrible mistake I should the first place I should have said well yeah we can wait ten minutes and then it descends the secret I find is to call ahead and say do you know who I am <laughs> yes yeah but the answer when I ask that question is no yeah I was, um, the only time I've ever seen that I was at a, going into a club and Pete Doherty was uh, was there? Oh, really? And they wouldn't let him in. Mm. And he said, "He said, do you know who I am?" And it was actually a genuine inquiry. <laughs> 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 and they had to they had to give him a brief resume. He went off quite happy. So we I think just he felt he'd done quite well with his life. <laughs> anyway, carry on. We had to just choose any restaurant, so we went in and. I didn't like it much, but then I didn't really have any cho- choosing ability left, so we had to choose some stuff, and I just went very, very quiet. Oh dear! As this I is your birthday do. This celebration. This is my birthday celebrations. We're supposed to be having a very good time, and I, um, I just couldn't. And eventually, I, I ate half a pizza, and I said, "I'll, I'll take Ethan home," because Ethan was with us, and he was freaking out a little bit. So I said, "I'll take Ethan home," and I left. So you left your own birthday meal. I, le- I left my own. So you left your meal. wife with your parents. Yeah. How long did you stay at the, the restaurant? A, a while. We uh, we had a starter, and then we had... Oh, thanks half, a lot. You had a, a starter. Pizza. Okay. And then I had, to, I had to leave. I didn't have any... I, I apologised. I said, sorry, I've just... I, you know, I'm, I'm very tired. I, I, I need to go. I need to go. And then and I, that I went. you walked out on it? Yeah. I like the idea of you had to leave. Yeah. There was no choice involved. I think there's something brilliant. But if only we all lived our life like that. As soon, you like know, a child. As soon as you get to a point where you just yeah. think, "I've had enough of yeah. this now." This isn't just... working. <laughs> In fact, actually, he's <laughs> oh. halfway through. He's just putting his headphones down. He's gone out the door. That's the sound of a door closing. The best of Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Well, listen, we've had some advice, though, on how to get a Sony Award. Oh, okay. Um, This is from Steve at the Village Bakery in Birchington. Oh, sorry, I'm still recoiling from (laughs) remembering that night. (laughs) He says, Frank, to make sure you get a Sony Award, make sure there's a Raymond Blanc tale each week. There's Radio Gold. Well, well, I hope there's no irony in that. No, I shouldn't think so. In case you don't know, Gareth is big mates with Raymond Blanc. He's not mates. He went into a tea shop once where he works and saw him once and is strung out about nine anecdotes out of this. Yeah, but you did speak to him, didn't you? Yeah, he came over. Hold it, hold it. <laughs> yeah, he came over and um, said, oh, you have a little one, pointing to Ethan. And he says, oh, That's no. rather rude. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to He's very funny, is he? Psychic. <laughs> so, come on, what did Raymond say? Hold it. Here he comes, here comes Raymond. After he'd said, you have a little one. <laughs> and he said, he came and said, oh, you have a little one? What, um, he's not having souffle or ice cream? And I said, no, he's a bit young for that. Souffle? She's souffle. <laughs> Another, ladies and gentlemen, another, Raymond Blanc. (laughs) Really, that trip to the tea shop really was the gift that kept on giving, wasn't it? Oh, I'm loving it so much. Oh, Blanc. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So The Apprentice started. Oh, yeah. Now, I love it. I've still never seen it, can I say that? Have you not? No, never. Oh, it's ever so good. Yeah, Gareth and I love it, don't we? Mm. I have I have a whole apprentice tradition for me and Laura. We watch it together and um I make special food. It's like special? Christmas. We've got special food. We have every apprentice we have chicken wings. Buffalo chicken wings. When you say you make it what you call KFC. No, I buy fresh chicken wings. And I oven, I put them in the oven probably about... I oven them, that worries me. I oven them. I think that's a good verb. I oven them them for 40 minutes. They should use that on the cookery. You have oven chips. You oven them. (laughs) Yeah, I think oven chips, it's it's a noun. Yeah. It's it's part of the whole It's not a verb. It's at best an adjective. It's certainly not a verb. It's not a command. (laughs) Oven chips today. So you do. Okay. You get chicken. Do they? Do you pay for chicken wings, or are they? <laughs> I don't steal them. Yes. Yeah, but I'd have thought they had steal them from a chicken. They're sort of tear them off. <laughs> they're packing, really, aren't they? Sort yeah. of package and packing. Yeah, they're quite cheap. 
Yeah. Oh, now, to... now we get to the heart no, of the matter. There's nothing on them. The nice treat meal for Laura, because it's the old cheap offcuts. <laughs> it's not. It's because they're so tasty, because they're mostly skin. And the skin is the tastiest bit of chicken. Mm. Oh, quite... <laughs> plane crash survivors people, lost. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite a well-known tradition of people eating chicken wings. Yeah, no, except that, but not, but not as they watch The Apprentice. <laughs> so what is the nature, then? You get you cook chicken. Did you say buffalo? Buffalo chicken wings. You get a special sauce. OK. You can make your own sauce with um, hot pepper sauce and um, marge or butter. And what I do is I, <laughs> when you put the butter in, you um about fifty fifty of oh, each. Um, you fry some garlic in the butter to add a little bit of garlickiness to it. <laughs> a little bit of garlickiness to it, and then you add uh, the same pepper sauce, and then you sort of toss it like a salad. Oh, the brilliant! Once the chicken wings are nice and crispy, probably about an hour I cook them for. Okay, so then you sit sort of down. Toss it Sorry, you oven them for I an hour. I oven them for an hour, okay. and then you sit. And it's, is it just chicken wings? Um, we also have, because with chicken wings, it's very nice to have a dip. So we have a sour cream and chive dip. And then with exactly that. Exactly the same every year. Yes, every, every time. How long we usually have series? beer. Usually have a beer. Oh, got about 16 weeks, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> so usually, so every... towards the end, I have a couple of heart attacks. Yeah. Oh, really? From the, you have not, a beer as well. Yes, yeah, and beer. Oh, Homer Simpson. Yeah. We have a Homer Simpson bottle opener that goes, when you open it, it goes, oh, beer. Yeah. Oh, the and last never that, And then is we that have part um, of the tradition. Yeah, it's part of the tradition. And then we have um, um, carrot sticks and cucumber sticks and celery sticks to dip in, and it's nice and Fruity refreshing. Tank. With yeah, mm. that's where I built my career. Up. Quite common. But. <laughs> well, and it's every mm. episode. What yeah, about well, that? What about that sort of spin-off out. show? Do you do it for that as well? Um, I don't think. We What's could it be called? Apprentice, you're fired. Yeah, you're fired. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes we watch that. Did we watch that this week? Oh, we did. Jack Whitehall's on it. He's good. Apprentice, mm. you're grilled. It's what you want. Mm. Well, that's... Ovened. Me and <laughs> Ovened. Me and Kath used to, when we watched... Uh, we used to watch reruns of um, of Family Fortunes. Did mm. you? On, um, what's that channel with all the quiz shows? Oh, Challenge. Yeah. It's got a, the, the, the thing in the corner is a question mark. Oh, yeah, that's challenge. That's, that's, yeah. I love that. Because sometimes you get really bad shows. There's a question mark in a kind of a why. Yeah. Why did this happen? And what we used to do when we watched that, we always shouted Les every time they called him Les. Because they're obviously told, when you talk to Les, call it, make sure you use oh, the name. Yeah. So, that, so he'd say, now you're a bit of a, you were a bit of a boy scout. He'd say, uh, yes, Les. And we'd go, Les. And he goes, um, yeah, I joined in, uh, well, when I was about seven, Les. And, Les. And they really, they over Les the pudding. Is what <laughs> oh, they do. And then we used to, we used to compete. So whoever got the most um, questions right, the highest up the chart in each yeah. one, you know, name a famous hmm. fruit. Uh, and then we'd uh, whoever lost had to buy the other person a magazine. That's how we did. A magazine. A magazine. Oh, That's a magazine. weird forfeit. It's quite good, I think, because when someone Are else. Are you treating my profession as some kind of forfeit? <laughs> no, but I tell you what, it was when someone else is buying the magazine, you go a bit left field. Oh. You think, yeah, I've got I'll nothing have, to I'll lose. Have, I'll have Clock Mender. <laughs> <laughs> Clock Mender Journal, why not? This is the best of Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. What else? Uh, well, there's been this. Have you been reading about um, Camilla? Had this? Uh, of course not. Oh, why not? She's one of my favourite royals. Oh, okay. She had lunch with Kate Middleton. That's a good question. Who's my favourite royal? Who is your favourite royal? I suppose it would be um, Princess Michael of Kent. She's... Oh, you're a fan of her work, are you? <laughs> yeah, I am. She's the Catholic. She's the rogue Catholic. <laughs> anyway, what's Camilla? Yeah, so they had a sort of pre-bridal lunch. Who? Um, Camilla and Kate Middleton. Do they wear bridles? <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> but what did they have? Do they have nose bags on? <laughs> did they have peanut butter sandwiches? Because maybe that's made it more look like they, yeah, they weren't really talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Vote for Mr. Camilla. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope yes, we're anyway. not doing jokes about the royal family being like horses. Have we come to this? <laughs> I mean, let's talk about Prince Charles's big ears, why don't we? The fact that he talks to plants. Let's sink that low into the comedy mire. He has got quite big ears. Do you yeah, have you never noticed that before? <laughs> Do you want to hear about the lunch? He, well, Prince Charles can hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I've done it, you see. <laughs> 
so they had this lunch, her and Kate Middleton, and it was a, this pre-wedding kind of bonding lunch, apparently. Well, I love the sound of it, Frank. It was a very posh restaurant. Okay. Um, they, Camilla had a glass of red wine. It was in the day. No judgment <laughs> here. Still in the day. <laughs> red wine in the day. Yeah, that's all right. I know. As I said, no judgment. That's that's what she wants to do. Yeah. And but apparently, fellow diners. You can tell I got this from a tabloid. This story. Yeah. Mm. Fellow diners overheard snippets of their conversation. I bet they did. Yeah. Imagine everyone. So trumpets were mentioned at one point. Trumpet. Yes. <laughs> trumpets were mentioned at one point. Yes. Yeah, so we can't yeah. have trumpets. The ceiling is too high. That's what someone was heard saying. <laughs> okay. Carry and on. then one of the best things was Camilla was heard to say, "Can I give you a piece of advice?" But rather tantalisingly, we never heard the end of that sentence, uh, Frank. Oh, so we don't know what the advice was. There was a moment between Emily and I when I was. Um, How I dare you? Why bring that up now? <laughs> it was that day she had the black bra white top. I remember it. I was appalled. I didn't know where to look. No, I, I was fiddling with um, a bra. Oh. <laughs> Did you get a big, I think you got a big hello that boy <laughs> when he came to this table. I was fiddling with a blind and sort of rattling it around, and um, yeah. I did it for a while. No, you were playing drums with a biro, and we were about to go on air. Yeah, sorry about you. I did it for a while, and um, Emily said, "Let me give you a piece of advice." <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't need to say anything else. So I stopped no. doing what I was doing. And it was probably that. Like Kate was probably playing with the cutlery or something. And, um, what do you think she that. said, though? Maybe she said, let me give you a piece of advice. Oh, sorry, did I say advice? I meant bread. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's as simple as that. We had a text in from Rob. Maybe they were eating Maybe they were eating jerk chicken, and she said, let me give you peas and rice. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Welcome, and thank you for listening. Just for taking the trouble to download is, you know, I, I love it. Um, I had I have a reprise oh, to begin with. Okay, a reprise for those of you who listen to the um, the Saturday morning show or its resultant podcast. You'll know that I went to a launch party last week for um, the King James Bible Trust. Not mm. truss. Mm. A King James Bible truss would be a marvelous thing. You could think oh, it's a bit tight under the thing, but that'll be the New Testament slipped. So. Um, I, I mentioned the fact that I met uh, Professor Gordon Campbell. Right. Who, uh, who wrote, has written, written a book. Oh, yeah, I've seen him in Hello and OK. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got a beard absolutely long. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> we were talking about, he said there are some parts of the Bible, he said, that they translate the King James Bible. He said, I just, he can't make any sense of it. He said, there's, there's one, there's a thing in Ezekiel. He said that I, I've never managed to really work out. He said, and I've never read any explanations, and I've read a lot about it. I've never read an explanation that I was convinced by. He said, I just think we'll have to accept we'll never know mm. what they meant. Well, I come from a, you know, a line of preachers, so I might be able to help. Well, this is good, because oh. he emailed me, the professor, mm-hmm. and said, here's that quote. It's, he said, it's Ezekiel thirteen eighteen. Well, that would have been enough. I could have gone and looked it up, but no. Mm. He reproduced the quote for me to peruse at my leisure. So this is it. This is Ezekiel. We don't have enough Ezekiel on no, these podcasts. I've said, I've said that once. No, Ben Jones does it. I know he does. Yeah, I know he's kind of cornered the Ezekiel market, Ben Jones. But um, this is Ezekiel without the baseball cap. OK. Woe, woe to the women that sew pillows to all armholes and make kerchiefs upon the head of every stature to hunt souls. Oh. Woe to the women that sew pillows to all <laughs> armholes. <laughs> well, I mean, they're rascals, aren't they? Yeah. Because, you know, you pick up your, um, your tank top, mm. and then there's a, a couple of big... It's a very strange thing. I'm, I'm accepting the adjective strange as apt in this case. <laughs> Yeah, and so, Mr. Um, Mr. Preacher Man, what do you make of that? Uh, it's a funny one. Yeah, is that your final oh. word? It? it probably meant something to the people at the time, I imagine. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm with you. <laughs> well, I'm glad we have you as our theological yeah. correspondent. <laughs> See, that's how you, what you've got to think. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, this, um, Frank, this has been quite a week for me. 
not only did I win a Sony Award, well, you know, part of the team. No, you won. I was also I was on telly. <laughs> really? They let me on telly. I know this is mean, but I already feel depressed that we're not talking about the Sony Awards. Well, I'm <laughs> sure I dare say we'll come back to it. Okay. It's good that we got this out of the way and not the weekend, because on the show, by now, it would be unbearable. Play a song, some adverts. Oh, another thing about the uh, Sony Awards. God, I don't know what I'll be like after the archivers. Mm. No, we're not allowed. Quite, we're not going to that. Dog. We're not going to that. Well, you're, well it's me. Oh, and Dave. It's me and Dave. If you okay. say it's nominated, okay. so you're not. Oh, I you... didn't stop. That won't stop me getting on stage, will it? No, of course not. <laughs> I thought you were hosting. <laughs> so, go Sorry, on. Sorry, Gary. No, I was, on, I was on telly. Yeah, for the first ever time. Um, on Crime the, um, Watch? Russell, no. Russell okay. Howard, Good News, doing stand-up comedy. Really? Well, yeah. You could have told end. me. I would have watched that. I had to put it on Facebook. <laughs> you, think, <laughs> you know I'm a my face purist. <laughs> well, you can still see it on iPlayer, but no, yeah, I, I watched mean, it. it. Was um, I you? thought you were brilliant. Oh, thank it was you, really Emily. good. I got brilliant. really excited. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I say brilliant. It was good. I did look good. I did. No, I didn't up. say you looked good. Oh right, sorry. <laughs> you did. I didn't not say you looked good. <laughs> don't, don't don't put words in uh, in Emily's mouth. Okay. I wonder if there were people watching who knew you from this show and hadn't seen you before. Well, no, yeah, people have um, have tweeted me and stuff and said it's amazing to see and hear me at the same time. Mm. And they had no idea that I looked the way I do. <laughs> well, it is true, not, That doesn't sound good. No, it's well, it's not so true nowadays when, um, you know, people are in the papers and the, the tabloid things and all that. But when I was a kid, certainly, the first time uh, you saw someone who you knew from the radio, yeah. it was often quite a shock. I went mm. to a, a, live, um, a live night with Dave Lee Travis, the hairy oh, cornflake. Wow. And uh, I remember there was a bit where uh, he said, right, we need some volunteers, we need some volunteers on stage. And me and uh, a couple of mates went bounding up on stage. And he said, I'll choose. I'll, he said, I decide who's on stage and who isn't. Wow. And it was a bit of a... Mm. Of course, he now realises that he was, he was quite wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> that it's the show of his gods who decide <laughs> who's on stage and who isn't. But because um, he was a bit haughty... I never yeah. really liked listening mm. to him again, and I didn't. I didn't know. I, I, when he spoke of the airy cornflake, I didn't know it was the full beard thing, ah. because they weren't in the papers then. So there be, will be people yes. who were. Well, the Sony said like we were at the Sony Awards um, last night and won uh, best entertainment, and that is like that, isn't it? You see lots of people who you haven't seen before. I saw the guy who was um, who Emily was talking to someone. Guy well, don't say uh, that. Could be someone I was chatting up, and you'll embarrass me. <laughs> who was uh, I chatting to? No, I think it was Nick Ferrari. It was the person who was on Jonathan Ross's show. Oh, Andy. Oh, yeah, Andy. Fine. He doesn't count. Andy. Yeah, no, I had. I, I had a very oh, vivid image. What he like. I had a very vivid image of what he looked like in my mind from his voice. It's not the same person. Mm. Who is that person I was seeing? No, it is a big thing. But that's uh, that's great. The first. I remember yes. my my first telly. I was. Uh, I did a thing called uh, First Exposure. It was called. Wow! Um, I don't like the sound of that. That does sound like crime watch. <laughs> well, it was uh, it was new uh, new comedians, do you see? Mm, yeah. And uh, I was introduced as Frank Spencer. Oh. <laughs> now that's an awkward moment, isn't it? When you uh, you know you're a bit nervous first telling. Can, can I say before we go any further in this conversation? Let's make a, let's make a pact now. None of us. To do a Frank Spencer impression. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's just in case you felt one bubbling under. Just stop. No, uh, but it, it kind of um, it, it sort of pulled the rug from under me, if you know what I mean. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I thought it was. And that was Arthur Smith introducing. I, I don't know if you remember her. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, I did I did a a, a routine about uh, sneezing, five minutes about sneezing. Oh. It was basically around the fact that Bless you. my dad used to do big sneezes, like you know, with no hand in front of the mouth when I was a. You know, so you can feel the spray yeah. the other side of the room. Uh, but I've, when I met middle class people for the first time, they did that. You know that? Oh, yes. Sneeze. And it was basically all about that culture shock. Good little bit of observation comedy there. Yeah, exactly. 10 out of 10. No, oh, I, um, I loved it. And then um, I remember at the end, I watched it back. Yeah, sometime later, because I didn't have a video recorder at the time. And at the end, they laughed and they applauded. And I said, thank you. You've been very kind. And I thought, you Aww. pathetic. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. If you think, by the way, that Garrett's a bit quiet this morning, he's a bit tense. 
Yeah. I'm a bit of a cold. You're a bit tense. He's got performance anxiety. Yeah, why is he a bit tense? Emily, why is Gareth a bit tense? Because he's going to play us a song later. He's going to do. He's going to do a brand new Christmas song. Heard for the <gasps> f- Has anyone heard this in the world apart from you? Um, yes, some people have heard it. Oh, uh, Laura. Laura's very important in my editing process. <laughs> Laura's your wife, of course. Yes. Yeah, so your wife's heard it. Yeah. And Ethan, the baby. Um, he won't have it in the house. <laughs> he won't have it around. I know, he's, he's very demanding, that he baby. Quite, he's quite strict. Um, quite we sh- should we explain, Frank, what Gareth plays it on? Because people might not know what it is. Um, what, what is your instrument, Gareth? <laughs> it's called an omnichord. Is it? Mm. It's, mm. it's like a Casio, like those machines you'd get in the 80s. It's not like it? a Casio, is Well, it? it's like... It's an, do you know what an auto-harp is? No. Um. June Carter <laughs> played one oh, in, um, in um, you know, um, that film. Oh, yeah, Not in Jim Walk Cut. the Line. Yeah, and in real life as well. It's kind of yeah, like a, a harpy thing. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, like mm. Mother Mel thingy, yeah, Mother right, Maybell yeah. Carter used to wear. Um, but it's an ele- electronic <laughs> version of one yeah. of them. Yeah. Do I sound like I know what I'm talking about? I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. <laughs> Is that it? Is that, does it sound like... I don't know, that's the human voice. <laughs> oh, God, I've got so mixed up, I can't tell you. And we've got oh, an amp great. in here, so it looks all muso for Joey, which I'm pleased about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, looks yeah. like, it looks a bit rock and roll. We've got the tree up and everything. That tree is disgusting. No, it, that is a bit rubbish. <laughs> it's not like you know Albert Tatlock in Coronation Street. That's the sort of tree he would have. That's what it's he like an old like man's. I you were say. <laughs> <laughs> an old man's plastic tree. Oh, that's the absolute tree. Don't give that a hard time. There was a reindeer. I, honestly, there was a little reindeer. I've been, I've been looking for it all morning. <laughs> That is the music from the deer hunter. <laughs> the reindeer hunter, I'm calling it this morning. Yeah. Yeah, so tell us about your dream, Gareth, because this is important. I had a dream when I woke up yesterday morning that young and old could join hands. No, no, it's not that dream. No, not, not that, that one, OK. Um, it was that I, I woke up and Jimmy Carr was on stage in the dream and he was he told the setup to a joke. Right. The setup was he held up two pieces of meat, one in each hand... Yeah. and said, I can hold two pieces of meat at once. Right. But then as he, I woke up as he was doing the punchline. So in the gym, I was like, oh, no, I'm going to miss the punchline. I'm waking up. Yeah. And I never found out what the punchline was. Yes. So, But it just so happens we know someone who knows Jimmy Carr, don't we? Yeah. Would that be me, friend of the stars? Of course. So, <laughs> so bizarrely. So even though this joke obviously had never happened, it wasn't one of Jimmy's no. jokes, it's just a dream. Yeah. Um, as a challenge, Emily phoned Jimmy Carr while we were out at lunch yesterday and, and said to him, Go on, what, you Jimmy, can something? you finish this joke? Yeah. You actually said Finnis. Didn't that, <laughs> that worry him? I'm Norwegian. Way? Okay, yeah. And he said, Gareth? He said, um, the stakes are even. <gasps> That's so, awesome. Good. That's off, absolutely good. Yeah. Jimmy Carr at his lightning best. Absolutely. Yeah, I was very impressed by so that. So we thought we'd have, as well as how many, and we're going to read out a couple of how many bosses you've jumped. We've actually we'd mm. had some proper responses. Yeah. Uh, we, we, if you want to come up to an, a punchline, if you can beat Jimmy Carr at his own dream. So the, the, what's mm. the setup again? So guys? it was, I can hold two pieces of meat at once. Yes, the and then, and then you need even. a punchline, right? Yeah, but keep it clean. So we can't yeah, read no, it out if it's about, can't well, you know. The best of Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. I'm quite excited. Why am I quite excited? Well, I'll tell you why. Because Gareth, our lovely Gareth, is about to premiere his, his Christmas song. And me and me and Emily are on the bells. Have you got your bells ready? Yeah, I've got me bells. OK, so this is Gareth with um, Christmas Calm Down. That's right. That's the sound of the Omnichord. <laughs> It's the feeling that comes the same time each year After the presents and the Christmas cheer It's supposed to be cosy and quintessential But now you feel hollow and existential Santa watches TV like a slob Rudolph treats himself to a nose job After the excitement of Christmas morning Frosty tries to hide from global warming it's the Christmas come down Makes you want to down a gallon of champagne 
scary and drown When you feel the melancholy setting in Eat about 40 biscuits and open another tin It's the Christmas come down Because everything is bleak At the end of the day It's just another day of the week Especially if you're an atheist, a Jew or a Sikh Your presents are rubbish, no one took a hint The wrapping paper adds to your carbon footprint Your family just sits around and sigh You didn't see them last year, now you remember why You make a mental note of gifts to take back Either granddad's snoozing or he's had an attack This year no angels have appeared Except to Auntie Glad, but she's a bit weird It's the Christmas come down More depressing than the smell of your dad's dressing gown When you feel like you're losing the will to live Don't take the pills, Christmas is the time to give It's the Christmas come down Satisfied. Well, maybe for a bit, but they're pointless when you die. It's the Christmas come down when Jesus came down to earth. It's the time of year and we celebrate the virgin birth. Sorry, that I got that bit wrong. Do that again. It's the time of year when you celebrate the absolute birth. <laughs> Hey! Oh, a star is born. Oh, marvellous. Oh, I love that, Gareth. <sighs> this is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We, this is a bit of an emotional moment on um, the Frank Skinner Absolute Radio show um, because um, I feel I am having a limb removed. Uh, Gareth is... About to say goodbye. <laughs> yes. Timing as impeccable as it has been. <laughs> oh, was that me? Previous two years. What a drip. No, I, um... Yeah, yeah. the drip has finally been stopped. I told that plumber. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, um... I've decided, um... To leave the show, it's been a really difficult decision, but I am... Um, I'm at a point where I think I need to concentrate on my stand-up comedy. <laughs> I know. And, um... No... So goodbye. I um, I'd like to. I would like to make a speech. Uh-huh. You, that, like that? That wasn't it. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's that more. Was, um, that was premature. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you can put that on loop, does it go on repeat? Um, you'd know how to work the desk by now. <laughs> yeah, I've worked that out. Two <laughs> years. Gee. Um, I want no. to hear the speech because I yes. might be mentioned. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Oh, I I'm, I'm really hoping that you're a very noticeable absentee. <laughs> can be a little, no. I'd like to um, just thank everyone on the show for having me. Um, thank you, Frank. It's been such an amazing opportunity. Like, when you start off... I, I'm going to be serious, OK? Oh, God. I, I know you're going to say no change there. But um, I, um, it's been... It's, it's so difficult starting comedy. You feel like... Um, a drop in the ocean and for someone to drip, help a drip, you a drip, a drip in, in the ocean <laughs> <laughs> and for someone to um, to support you in the way that you have and had me on the show it's been absolutely amazing oh god I'm it's going been oh, an incredible, I'm sleeping away an oh, incredible god. comedy apprentice the star is 18 pounds a shot and um, oh, I've got that petrichor moment when it's, my eyes are watering <laughs> I know you've fought for me to be on the show at times no you'll get you're grown people oh. don't worry you're grown people <laughs> <laughs> Um, so thank you so much. It's, um, it's been an incredible experience. Well, that's, I, I'm, I'm starting um, to think now we, we should have just not mentioned it and got someone else playing Gareth next week, <laughs> like they did with Lucy in Neighbours. <laughs> Maybe Melissa Bell could have come in. What do you think, Gareth? Well, I was saying to Laura the other week... Well, they like Lassiters. Sounds like Melissa Bell. Um, Emily, you've been um, the good-looking big sister I never had. Thank Aww. you so much for um, looking after me. Um, like you look after everyone, you're such a lovely person. I'd have said mother. <laughs> mother? You were still, fr- even at this stage, you were frightened to say mother. Gutted <laughs> like a pig. <laughs> um, no, it's 
the big sister I've never had and um, you know bossing me around pulling my hair are you sure this isn't a bit of an over response to just one appearance on Russell Howard (laughs) (laughs) I don't you to think now it's just easy all the way there are ups and downs in this crazy old world of show business (laughs) I'd like to thank the people who laugh in the background Emma you've been amazing Daisy sent a lovely text um, explaining it and um, Rosanna thank you everyone and most of all I'd like to thank the listeners um, three three nine. You've been amazing. <laughs> three seven eight. One three one. One three one has just texted in. Sorry to see you go, Gareth. It's been a lot of pun. Oh. Oh. It's been a lot of pun at last. <laughs> Miss you most of all. One three one. Um, four five zero oh, six one one. <laughs> five three three. Oh, 670. Well, I'm surprised you mentioned 670 after the incident. <laughs> we'll miss you oh, so much, Gareth. Under the bridge. No, no, we will, we so will miss you, Gareth. Um, at least we'll always have... Saturday morning! Which I think we might you keep with your that? permission okay. as, yeah. as, yeah. As, as an eternal jingle. Well, it, it, is, um, it is quite... Uh, it's an emotional moment, but, um, uh, you know, you're, you're basically saying that you're leaving to spend more time with your family. It's usually <laughs> it's terrible. It's a super injunction. <laughs> <laughs> no one's allowed to talk about why I'm really going. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't say that, or people will think it's going to be something. No, it has... Um, Anyway, Gareth, despite this emotional um, farewell, will be on Not The Weekend <laughs> yeah. podcast yeah. available. It's a bit like, you know when you've been on holiday and made friends with someone, <laughs> you give them a big hog at the airport and then they're at the taxi rank. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. But um, no, uh, I, we, I, we will miss you terribly. Oh, really we've, 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 we've been here from the beginning and we've, we've sort of, um, you know, it, it is like a little family, so it's terrible. But um, hey, we'll still... Um, We'll come and see your show and make remarks. We might even come to Bournemouth. I'm not committing. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.